0: New for 96, with your hosts, Kevin McCauley and Chris Nguyen. We started recording twice now on accident through the laptop microphone. I'll never get that two hours back. Nope, nope, nope. Gone forever, much like your youth. Uh, Thanks a lot. Yeah. Thanks for reminding me. Well, you're reminded every time you look in the mirror. (laughs) God. That's right. Why do we do this? I don't know. Uh, Yeah. You didn't even comment on my new footwear. I I saw it. (laughs) I chose not to comment. Imagine a felt made Crocs. These are not Crocs. They are slippers. Yeah. uh, And they blend into my socks. Mm -hmm. They match, which is why I have them. It's also very cold. It is negative seven degrees outside here in Houston, Texas. Mm-hmm. It is actually 48, but... Is it 48? Yeah, I think it's 48. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cold. It's it cold. might as well be negative Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're here in the renovated New for 96 studios, which is to say there are three new chairs in here. Kevin, what are you sitting in? You should know by now. I talk about It's an aluminum stuff. group. Oh, my God. Yeah. I actually cannot believe you got that. I They were in here last time we recorded no
1: these were in here no I didn't sit on it but these were in here no I promise
0: wait was we, we were no no, no We recorded no. after that oh, we recorded right. one wait you're right god damn yeah. it okay we I shouldn't was gonna talk say about one, the show on the
1: show because
0: <laughs> we haven't aired it yet so that's uh, why I forgot yeah. yeah well they're not gonna hear this one first uh, they might <laughs> if I choose to release this one first. <laughs> no, it can't be asynchronous. It's, it's all, we're, we're off the rails at oh, this point. Oh my God. And Kevin refused to sit in the La Fonda chair where once there was a, uh, Eames shell chair. So this is an Eames aluminum group that you're sitting in. How do you, is it good? Is it comfy? It's good. It's good. Good talking chair. Yeah. Okay. Good, good for talking. Yeah. It's you didn't like chair. the time life chairs. No. Which. I mean, it's bathed in history, and you didn't I, appreciate that one bit while sitting in it. I didn't I didn't like
1: uh, my alignment with the microphone, mm. but I also don't really like them uh, in your living room. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Look, they were good enough for the lobby of the Time Life building in New York City, so they're good enough for New 496. We should have used that as the... Uh, intro but it's not too late <sighs> the intro to what to our podcast which is called new, what is it? For, <laughs> new 96. for 96 catch up <laughs> <laughs> we're not saying that again i wasn't sure how long we were gonna drag that out oh, uh, god. god, the listener Anyways. the viewers are wondering that too <laughs> yeah no kidding uh welcome to another episode i'm chris Gwen, you're kevin Macaulay yeah you know I realized that we'd never actually introduce ourselves that's why we recorded that thing so we don't have oh, to. I forgot Remember? we have we have an actual intro we have an intro yeah that's yeah. my voice that very few people know that but that's <laughs> very, actually few my...
1: few, very few people have heard it yeah <laughs> yeah uh, yeah. it's your voice like pitched down yeah into a Bill McNeil yeah
0: <laughs> which no one will get until later because we have a reference to yeah talk about but Can we do it right now do we want to do it right now? Yeah, Our I put celebrity... this at the top.
1: I put this at the top, but it was my birthday last week. We we'll have a celebrity endorsement. Uh, and Christopher was so nice as to surprise me with a cameo recording from Dave Foley of News Radio. And, and Kids and in the Hall. Kids in the Hall. And currently of Will and Grace. Currently, really? Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so, uh, we're just going to play it in full right now.
0: Okay.
2: Hey there, Kevin. Uh, Dave Foley here, by the way, just in case. Uh, But I understand you have a birthday coming up. uh, Well, Chris told me. It's not something that I'm just aware of, magically. Uh, But in fact, Chris tells me that you have a birthday coming up and that uh, you guys are news radio fans. In fact, you were just re-watching some news radio and that you discussed an episode of news radio on your podcast, uh, New for 96. uh, The episode in which uh, it was Jimmy James. Uh, gives everyone in the in the uh, office uh, a brand new Miata as a present and uh, Interesting story is that uh, uh, Just a couple of years earlier than that when we were doing the kids in the hall show uh, Lorne Michaels our boss uh, Wanted to buy all of the kids in the hall brand new Miatas. He was gonna buy us like five Miata's and give them to us as a gift a bonus for, for a job well done Yeah, he said uh, but the kids in the hall not being very politically uh, adept. Uh, we all uh, said we'd rather not have Miatas, but could we have the cash? Um, uh, so uh, we never did get those Miatas, which was a shame. Uh, but it was a nice gesture that we totally, uh, totally did not take advantage of. Uh, so there's a little, little trivia for you regarding Miatas. But anyway, I want to wish you a very happy birthday and hope it's a wonderful one. Uh, I don't know which one it is. It's hard to tell from... I'm going to assume you're you're doing a podcast about cars, new for 96. I'm going to assume you think that's a nostalgic time. So you're probably young. I'm going to go with young. You're probably quite young. All right. Happy birthday, youngster.
0: Like, that was a much more generous message than I was expecting. I thought he was just going to say, hey, happy birthday, kiddo, and then, like, sign <laughs> like off. Crusty the clown. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he yeah. actually, like, uh, relayed, like, a personal story. I no,
1: I never knew. I'm a huge news radio fan. I've read all the, like, trivia that everything I could get my hands on. And I had never heard that story that the yeah. Miata's episode, the origin, is uh, Lauren Michaels and Kids in the Hall. So that was yeah. very cool. But that yeah, was he was cool. very, like, it was just very nice and awesome. We're going to put that on the Instagram as well. Yeah.
0: Uh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I sat on yeah. that for since like June. I that's think that's amazing. No, it was so cool. I was so excited. I wasn't sure if we were still going to be friends at that point. So uh, yeah, <laughs> we weathered the storm. We despite did. This. I know. <laughs> so yeah, that's our first uh, celebrity, celebrity endorsement. Yeah, n- endorsement, non-endorsement uh-huh. uh, of the show. I hope he listens to it. It was really funny that he thought that we might be extremely young although maybe he thinks that yeah people in their like mid to late 30s are <laughs> it could uh, be youngins but uh i like that that's just i mean i guess like if you're in your 20s and if you're gonna guess like what would be an olden time <laughs> the golden <laughs> era 96 seems to be yeah uh, it would ring that hey, bell. my mom was alive then yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh what were your parents driving uh in '96,
1: uh, my uh, it was actually a good garage at oh. the time. Except both of our cars were black. But my dad had a his 530i BMW. '95. Yeah, the three liter V8. Three liter V8, and uh, which this was this would have been right around. No, this would have been right before the engine was replaced. The wow. block was oh, replaced right. under warranty. <laughs> yep. Um, and my mom had a also '95 jeep grand cherokee wow the four liter okay uh and we had a lot of problems with that <laughs> yeah. yeah but it was the first car I, I i learned to drive on both those cars
0: the venerable inline six that everyone wants but i guess it isn't a trouble free engine I, no the
1: engine was good yeah. i think
0: we had problems with some accessories and we oh. had problems
1: with like drivetrain stuff like cv joints and stuff like that
0: really at like oh i guess like down the line not in 95. Not in 95, but like by like 98 or 9. Okay. So it
1: was it was like 3 or 4 years old at this point. Yeah.
0: I liked that Jen. Uh
1: I especially I like the early ones. Wait, in 96 actually, I think my mom still would have had her Buick Century wagon. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. That was it cuz she got the she got the Jeep Grand Cherokee in like 98 and it was a 95.
0: Oh, okay. And so we start and she only had it for a couple years. Yeah. 'Cause it kept breaking. Yeah. So so essentially it was it started to break down as soon as she got it.
1: Uh yes. Everyone said it was because it was four wheel drive and we never used four wheel drive. And yeah. so the other stuff, you know, if you don't use it you, you you lose it, I guess. I
0: suppose. Um well fine. Uh I in ninety five uh my dad had a ninety five eight fifty turbo. Mm-hmm. And BMW, BMW, and my mom still had her. It's Volvo. What's that? It was a Volvo. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I it said was BMW a Volvo. because I was imagining a cool car called an <laughs> 850. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, that is a cool car, and it, it was a teal. I don't remember the factory color, but it was a teal 850 Turbo. Okay. Uh, no spoiler, but with uh, which is good because spoilers on that boxy body look so weird. Yeah. But people opted for that, and the Cuisinart wheels which were very good. You it's, should post a picture of this on Instagram because I have no yeah. idea. I
1: can like I
0: have such face blindness for Aren't, Volvos. They're like the um wheels on the 355. Like they are kind of like blades. Do you know what I mean? The 348 wheels? 348. Yeah. Yeah, okay. They're like blade, like like canted blades. Sure, sure, sure. Uh and my mom had at the time also a Volvo a 740. Um and it at the time it was Actually, pretty long on the tooth. It was was an 85 Volvo 740 GLE. They replaced it uh, with an ES300. Uh, The gen that I, like, some magazine had called it, I guess my parents were both engineers. They got engineering magazines. And for some reason, like, uh, Engineering Today or something did a cover article on the 97 ES300 as being the most reliable car ever built uh, and I don't know why that was, but there you go, so there we go. there we go. exciting banter. Kevin is taking so long to respond because he's pouring himself another drink from the bar. It' just be thankful I didn't I didn't make a hand motion like a baby <laughs> reaching for a bottle now you're again. sitting next I'm to sitting the bar. Next to you. This so is, this is yeah. amazing yeah yeah um,
1: <laughs> you gave me a look of such uh disdain. At the thought of me sitting in that chair that I'm no, looking at, you were no. like, you can
0: go right ahead. You can sit in <laughs> And your eyes said, do not I sit in that chair. dare you to sit in all of my chairs. And you've only on occasion taken up that challenge. So uh, you've chosen to only sit in the ones most sturdy, which is funny that you're sitting in this one.
1: You're, uh, what?
0: <laughs> is this not a sturdy chair? That's fine. It's fine. You're trying
1: to make it seem like I'm a giant oaf person <laughs> lumbering around in your
0: You are known house. as the local oaf. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, it's fine. Bill Oakley. You know Bill Oakley from The Simpsons? No. Uh, he wrote
1: Steamed Hams.
0: okay. Yeah, right, right. So
1: he's like on Twitter and he wrote some article about... I don't know. He wrote some article, a political article, but he had a reference I saw him tweet I just saw this fly by today he tweeted he's like I managed it was in the Washington Post he's like I managed to get a reference in to local oaf of course referring to quote two bad neighbors the
0: Simpsons episode Mikhail Gorbachev (laughs) said (laughs) Gorbachev what
1: what are you doing here I just dropped by with present for warming of house instead find you grappling with local oaf
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why that's so funny.
1: It's so funny. I think of that. I think of that uh, pejorative. I guess as yeah. like I just think that is so so hilarious.
0: I think that's where I got "local buffoon" from as well oh, because yeah. it was like a news article, a printed news article. that says "local buffoon ruins everything," uh, and if it's, it's Homer. The union,
1: like, it's not. It's not news. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, anyways, what is this? new for 96 was which is actually a Simpsons reference as well. Yeah. By the yeah. way, new sponges for 96. Sponge and vacuum. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. We're steeped in Simpsons uh we really are, which means everyone's dropped off because yep. Yep, because no one no one gets our Simpsons reference. No. And we have to qualify we haven't watched the Simpsons since well, I'll extend it to season 10 at least, season 12 maybe even. Yeah. But everyone should stop watching it. season eight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so you and I have been texting furiously the last several weeks for oh, various flying. reasons. Yeah. Um, mostly because we're not speaking. Yeah. 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 Um, and well you, I was going to do another Simpsons reference by saying that you're supposed to paint my chicken coop.
1: <laughs> paint my chicken coop. <laughs>
0: Never. You're supposed to say those corn bre- that cornbread was stale or something.
1: <laughs> oh, I don't remember. <laughs> anyway, uh, okay, we're cutting okay, that out for so sure. so
0: I may be selling the E91 wagon, the rear wheel drive. Hang on, let me
1: stop you right there. Yes. This is just, uh, I'm just continuing a trend because I've cut you off the last three Fine. episodes from talking about uh, that. Let's just do it. Carry on. Excellent. Was
0: that it? <laughs> that was it. That's what, that okay, was it. Okay, excellent.
1: You've been trying to bring this up for like weeks and weeks.
0: Have I? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, so yes, I might be selling the wagon, which is my daily driver now.
1: But why you ask, this is the car that you wanted for forever. And even like when I first met you, you would tell me, you'd be like, you know, once I, I almost bought an E91 wagon that was manual and rear wheel drive, and it was the one that got away. It was the one that got away. Yeah. And it said you had to settle for your E ninety three thirty sedan, which is what you had when I met you. Yeah.
0: And now you have the car the of your dreams. Four years it was not the car of my dreams. It was just like the car that it I had the it always car. wanted to buy the because it, car. it seemed like everything I needed. And it here's the thing is that it was everything I needed four years ago. Do the viewers five years do ago? they know what this car is? Uh so I don't know the viewers. Yep. Uh, yeah, so it's a 2011 BMW 328i rear-wheel drive manual wagon, and we probably discussed this when I bought it like a year plus ago. Uh, it's one of like 427 in this configuration that was ever bought or ever made or mm-hmm. imported to the United States because they're all over Europe. Um, and it just it is the it is the ultimate like enthusiast normal car like yeah. uh because it's a wagon it's where we'll drive and it's manual and it has an inline six uh and it's an excellent car but it is extremely like i i'm it's i'm gonna regret selling it but as we were talking and i'm actually even thinking about like the problem is it's low mileage it's like the perfect bring a trailer kind of combination low mileage all records and I, I don't value it enough, like, at what it might be mm-hmm. worth um, selling it. Like, because if this were an automatic X-Drive with a few more miles on it, it's probably worth half as much. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and honestly, if I just wanted, like, a daily beater of sorts, I'd be happy with, uh, like, an X-Drive. Manual would be great, but I'd settle for an auto. Um, so, I'm going to sell this one, and... I'm not planning on getting another wagon, although that might be in the card, because I'm finding that they're actually really cheap uh, yeah. auto, even manual ones. But basically, if it's not real drive and manual, then it doesn't have, it. Ha- it's worth exactly what a nine-year-old BMW would be worth. Mm-hmm. So, the last but, few weeks. But, so, why do you want to sell it? I mean, you said um, it's, you said you hinted that it's not of value
1: to you, yeah. like what the market sees it as. Yeah. I think, as an observer, it would be, well, excuse me. As an observer who was along the journey of yeah. this car, it would be cool if you like made money on a car. I always For once. hear, I always hear about people doing this. I've yeah. never not lost never tons to of money because
0: I like i. I will continually, I will continue to put money into the car, and it isn't like uh, not because it's unreliable, but you know, just general maintenance, like making it better, mm-hmm. uh, and like it. I don't. It doesn't give me enough. Uh, like, feeling, like, enthusiasm to want to keep putting money into it. And if I'm going to keep putting money into a car, I want to get a car that putting money into it will bring, like, joy back to me. Um, so I want to get another fast car. Uh, and that's just it. Like, it's fine. It It is a great car. Uh, like, it is, it is the perfect normal car. If you had to get a very normal car, like, this is it. It is balanced. It drives well, handles well. Like, it's the last... Uh BMW uh three series with electric power I'm sorry with hydraulic power steering. And you know it's And also the last three series that wasn't turbocharged. True. Yeah. This is the last of the inline sixes for the three series uh that's naturally aspirated. Um so and I had plans for this. I was gonna to convert it into a 330i, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But, like more
1: sport upgrades, sport package stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, I was going to convert it essentially to a sport package with suspension and et cetera. Uh, But again, that's so much money, putting so much money into a car that even then I don't think that I would like. It's not the car that I'm looking for at this Mm -hmm. point in my life. So I had been looking for 997s and have been kind of disillusioned right now because the market is in this weird place where. Either everything's really cheap and crappy, or everything's overpriced. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna put that on hiatus, and I think I might go for an E46 M3. Those uh, are good cars. So they're good cars. the
1: The role that this car would play is it would it would accompany you on your approximately <laughs> eighth of a mile commute. Yes. Uh, and you'd use it every day and park it outside. Yeah. Yep. And
0: it would be an every it would be a daily driver. Okay. Yeah, and I would use it like I use the wagon now and that's the thing is I don't even use the wagon as a wagon so no. uh I might as well just get like I might as well just kind of hone in on like what I want like what I actually enjoy in a daily driver and I want something slightly more aggressive a little bit faster mm-hmm. uh and I, like the suspension is it like it's it is set to maximum comfort in the 328i and it's too soft for me like mm. even in our like shit roads here like I want to feel, like, the road a little bit. Not necessarily the potholes, but um, it's just, like, it's not... It doesn't buzz enough for me. It doesn't, like, Mm -hmm. make enough noise for me. So, um, yeah, I've been looking at E46 M3s for the last couple of weeks. A little Mm -hmm. more, actually. And I've been talking to a few potential sellers. um, Mm -hmm. And the E46 market is such a weird market because it goes from like bargain basement $10,000 ones to like pristine $30,000 ones and everything in between is valued so differently.
1: Yeah. But I mean, overall, the market, except for like the crap with like 200,000 miles and a bunch of mods, like the market has moved up. The market moved up In the past, you know, for the last like five years, you could get an M3 for, you could get a good one for 15 grand, like I think, and it's... Yeah, I think it's moved on. Like it, it's it, moved on. the market recognizes good ones yeah. that are like, even if they have some miles, but are like good maintenance yeah. and everything. It's like, just like any bumping up on yeah, you know, any German 20 plus. car.
0: Yeah, any German car. It's the same thing. Just like all, it's just all the maintenance. And of course, like because uh, it's performance oriented. For whatever reason, that means that. I mean, it, it comes down to maybe a tolerance thing. Like they built it to. Uh, very close tolerances, but there are catastrophic failure points, of course, like mm-hmm. in the early ones, there's like rod be- bearing fa- uh, failures, uh, subframe issues are a thing. Uh, so like moving from the Porsche world to this, <clears throat> there are like things to like watch out for. And uh, I mean, it's not something that like turns me off of it in the same way that IMS doesn't necessarily turn me off of horses either, but uh And, uh, so, but it's really hard finding one with like these things either taken care of, because a lot of people are much like IMS, like people will, instead of getting the like IMS, uh, bearing upgrade, uh, they'll just say, keep an eye on it. Like, (laughs) which, what does that mean? Like you're waiting for it to fail. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, finding the right one and E46s are a little bit harder, uh, because they're all modified. Like I'm going to like throw an unscientific number out there and i think like 75 percent of them are modified it is crazy how many people put ebay angel eyes eBay, on the headlights eyes, black grills yeah coilovers are common coilovers it's, like bad wheels like it's yeah and then like not all those are deal breakers but you don't want a
1: project that you have I don't to want,
0: fix I, I want something off the shelf this time i don't want to have to do anything to it mm-hmm. uh and so we'll see. And I'm not necessarily... I'm not looking for a forever car either. Like, I think I'm going to get this. Um, I'm going to try it out. Because I've, actually, I've never owned an E46. Um, and I drove my first E46 M3 the other day on a test drive. Mm-hmm. And, like, I like it. I like it as a city car. Like, it's not bad. Um, it's compliant, surprisingly, for um, what it is. And I th- it rode... Um, Wrote a lot better in the city than the Cayman did, uh, and I would almost say like it's in, somewhere in between the 330i and the Cayman. Uh, and I'm perfect. I would be perfectly happy with the stock setup. I don't need anything more aggressive. I'm not planning mm-hmm. to track it. I'm not going to do anything with it other than like use it as a fun commuter, basically. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. So I keep going back and forth between like good low mileage ones, which command a little bit higher price and or getting a high mileage kept one, kept up one. Yeah. And, and those are the two cars that I'm down to right now. And here's what's frustrating. Mm Uh, my history, like, I don't know what it is, but I can never ever find a car, a good car that is a color Yeah, because what these, both these cars that I'm considering right now, somehow they are both, sort of a rare color like you, you never see them but it's steel gray and I already have a meteor gray metallic 911 and I have essentially a gray wagon it's green it's Tasman mm-hmm. green but it looks gray and I have a black Celsius here yeah and I I just want a color I would love this to be like aola red or a yeah. shade of blue yeah but uh no such luck so gray is mm. better than silver definitely better than black yeah I don't like alpine white at least in this car. No. So I think it's going to be gray if one of these two cars works out. And one is literally down the street. <laughs> like it's five minutes down the road. Uh, and it's the low mileage one that's been kept up, etc. cetera. Um, and the other one's in Austin, which is not too far away. So yeah. I, I think, I mean, I think having a perfect
1: meticulous one is not, super important since it's going to be sitting outside more and I don't, you know what I mean? It'd almost be a shame to have like a really perfect one. That's yeah. But also if you keep it for a year, that's like, you're going to put like 4,000 miles on it. If yeah. that or like 3,000, right? That's
0: what I put on the wagon in your, So I bought it in August of last year. So a year and some change, I put about 4,000 miles on it. So
1: I'm not going to say like, Oh, knock on wood, you're not going to have catastrophic failure. But I mean, I think the odds are you will not really incur issues if at the low rate that you're driving it.
0: That's the hope (laughs) uh, that I don't run into like this major maintenance interval. Yeah. Uh, So we'll see. Um, And the only thing about the Austin one is that it's, it's modded and uh, like the guy is so proud of his car. Like he's so proud of the mods like, and like he's selling me on how much other people love what he's oh, done to no. it. But those are probably not like, that's not the crowd that I think I would necessarily take appreciation from. Right. I, I would take appreciation from the people who are like, wow, you kept this. Wow. Completely look how stock, stock it is. Yeah. <laughs> that's my crowd. Um, so it's got, you know, HREs on it that are a little too big, and uh, it's got an aggressive uh, Sprint Sport exhaust. I think, I think that's what it's called. Okay. Uh, I looked it up, or I, I YouTubed it, and it's it's pretty aggressive, um, definitely more aggressive than I'm looking mm-hmm. for. But it, it comes with all the stock parts except for the wheels, but that's easily sourced. And mm-hmm. I would get the 18s uh, because the 18s look so good. And yeah, they're just right. It'd be perfect for the city, too, yeah. uh, or better for the city, I should say. Um, so we'll see. And it has a gray here, which I'm not excited about, but, uh, it's fine. I could live with that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that. And speaking of daily drivers, you are also looking for a daily driver as we spoke, I think in the last podcast, I don't think we talked about it. Maybe we didn't. No, I don't think we did now, but, uh, and you've been going through quite the roller coaster ride of options
1: know. as well. It's terrible. So I've been without, um, any daily driver for almost a month now. Yeah. Which sucks. sucks.
0: Uh, You have been uh, dailying the SC. Yeah. It sucks because it's filthy and it's
1: like, well, why wash it? Because then the next day I'll have to go somewhere and it'll be raining because it rains like every day anyway. So. Uh,
0: Yeah. How is that returning, returning that as a daily driver? Well, I mean, I don't drive a lot. Yeah. I I don't, I mean, I I do drive a lot, but I
1: have, I, I, you know, I'm just driving around the neighborhood like to the gym and back. Yeah. So I don't have to go. I don't have to commute to work. Um, so it's been okay. And at least the weather's been cold instead yeah. of hot. So it's not like, uh, you know, it's not bad. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's not been, it's not been too bad. Yeah. That's good. Um, because well now you have heat cause you didn't have heat for a while. I didn't have heat, but I replaced the heat exchangers and the whole exhaust. Yeah. Now I have heat now and you it's have heat. very good. Yeah. I love, uh, it gets like pretty toasty like in the Carrera. Yeah. Uh, I've never tried, like, it's so weird that it has, like, passenger and driver, like, heat. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, like, it's dual zone climate, kind of. Yeah. Except that with, like, mechanical levers between the seats. It is so weird. Like, I, yeah. I think the first time my dad rode
1: with me, like, I felt like I was a pilot because I'm pulling on all these levers <laughs> and controls that, like, he has no idea what they do, yeah. you know? It was, But it's... It, it, the on the drive last year the drive to california it was yeah. like i have this on my car there's like a a hose that yeah. goes across the fan over the fan and that's that's what tore and i was like oh is this a big deal and it's apparently just the heat it's like the passenger side heat oh that's all so oh, interesting it d- didn't matter okay so i never had that fixed until cuz i was going to fix it myself but of yeah. course the like on one side where it connects you have to like remove the air conditioning yeah yeah <laughs> like compressor so oh, I, didn't, I didn't fix it yeah but um, I didn't. I didn't need it. And then when I did the exhaust, they fixed that.
0: Okay. There you go. Uh, so now you're looking for a new daily driver. Yeah. And you're looking for a much more um, trouble-free. Yeah. Uh, and normal.
1: I have some strict rules. Yeah. Uh, my wife is very. Uh, she puts up with a lot with the 911. Yeah. And. She's very particular uh, about she's
0: particular this choice.
1: Yeah. So. I, I told I sold her on the idea of the LS four hundred. I said, "Look, the Prius has been having so many problems. Like we spent like more than a thousand dollars in a month on uh, just having it continue to yeah. run." And so I said, "Look, the Prius is costing us so much; it sucks." Um, the third car has been good. Let's just get a better one. Yeah. And so the LS four hundred. She was into that because I was like, "Look, they're super reliable." She liked my Celsius. She likes the Celsier. Uh, so that would have been good. And then I've come back to find that LS 400s are at least in Texas. It's harder to find good, good ones. ones. Yeah. Like a good, like they get used up here. Yeah. I think the, the climate and, and, uh, you know, a lot of them are on their like fourth owners now. Yeah. And, uh, and any of them that have like less than 120,000 miles are going to be really valuable. Yeah. Like, you know, out of my price range. It I is. also have a low price range cause I spent a lot on the 911. <laughs> yeah. Um, So, I have a very low budget for this. uh, And I was very into the idea. So, after I was looking at LS400s, we were talking about SC400s, which I was like, oh, it's a V8, very cool coupe. Um, Sports coupe 400. And I actually test drove one locally. I was like, yeah, this is pretty good. Yep. And uh, Laura was like, you should not have a coupe. Like you, you can't have a coupe. Like yeah. we're gonna do this third car. Like it has to be practical because her sis, her her little sister is a, has a wheelchair. So it's like we've got to be able to fit. Yeah, it's got to be a sedan that can fit this wheelchair. Yeah, folded. Yeah.
0: Um. So I coupe a, was out can, uh, on the idea of coupe. I mean, because coupes can have big trunk. Yeah, and do not relate it to her. I don't want to get into trouble. But could her sister sit in the front seat? Instead of the back seat, I don't really want to get into that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we don't get into that. Okay, so we're looking for a sedan. We're looking for a sedan.
1: Yeah, sedan or a
0: wagon. Okay. And also,
1: it can't be a prestige like BMW or Mercedes because
0: for some reason that translates to troublesome.
1: Laura has well, Laura has bad memories of BMWs and stuff. Yeah. She it's
0: just does drive a mini,
1: yeah. So anyway, I was interested in a mini until yeah. coupes were ruled out. I was very interested in the SC. I was interested in, uh, I mean, for a moment, I was interested in the in- Infinity FX thirty five.
0: Yeah. So we were SUV. talking about. I still would like. To we have drive to asterisk, one. asterisk this pretty hard because all Infinities are trash except yeah. this like golden era period where. They produce some pretty interesting cars. I mean, yeah. that includes the '90s, but also like the first Gen G thirty-five was good. Yeah, uh, and the FXs were actually really interesting. I would, I would actually call those maybe the first SUV coupes. Because yeah, I think so. They were rakish. I still think I should test drive one. I, I just, think you haven't,
1: should. I, I haven't seen one local, but I yeah. should try one. I know I, it's just that I just don't know, don't know if it's durable. Yeah, I
0: know. In the higher mileage, I hear people have issues, even though it's the same VQ that's in the three hundred and fifty that you had. Mm-hmm. Uh, but higher mileage, I hear like maybe, maybe here's the thing. Another asterisk, double asterisk. I feel like high mileage infinities are just not cared for. And so maybe I, that's yeah, why they have are, so many issues. Yeah. So, um, I had a, well, actually it wasn't a VQ, but I had a boss once who like when I was in my twenties, she had a, uh, QX 4 the unit pathfinder infinity. Mm-hmm. And I actually liked those. Uh, and one day, she was driving with another co-worker and it, like, it the engine seized oh. uh, while they were driving and, like, the display showed, uh, I think it maybe it has an oil gauge, I don't remember, but basically he asked, like, when was the last time you got an oil change? And she said, oil change. <laughs> <laughs> and she, like, it had, like, 80,000 miles or something on it, <laughs> like, so they're robust enough to go yeah. pretty far without Uh, good oil, so... Wow. There's that. Well, that's the V6, I think, but nevertheless. Uh, So that'd be cool. It would be cool. I should look into
1: that. My friend, uh, Dave, that was on here a few months ago, he said that the ergonomics are bad and that he had it as a loner and he didn't like it, but Mm -hmm. I still think I might like
0: it. I don't know. Yeah. I think you would like... Because it's kind of a... It's not a CUV. Right. I mean, it is, but it isn't. Like, it's a sporty, tall wagon. Yeah. So the styling looks like better today than I think it, it does. ever has. Yeah. Uh, and I think it, it now has come back round to non aspirational because, uh, no one would buy one as that. Uh, it's just kind of a neat choice yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. And well, what color would you get if you could get the color of your choice? Uh, the it orange. Came in? Yeah. The orange. the orange or the bronze would be kind of cool.
1: Oh, I don't remember bronze. I just remember like yeah. fifteen grays.
0: I dated an architect who had a bronze one with a brown interior, uh, which brown and brown bold choice. I'm into it.
1: Oh, wait. When I said orange, maybe we were talking about the same color. The no, bronze the no, no, no,
0: no. I know you're talking about the orange, like the like oh, it is orange. Okay, no, no, okay. this one's uh, bronze. It's like ooh, a copper okay. color. Oh, uh, that's cool. That's yeah. cool. Um. Anyways, uh, and it, actually, I I think it came with like. Normally, I don't like. 20-inch wheels, but I think it came with 20-inch wheels, and somehow like it just creates this kind of futuristic, like steampunk look to it. Yeah, but so that's one option, although that's not the top contender at the moment. No, not quite. Uh, I was.
1: I also looked at the same train of thought. I looked up briefly the M45. Yeah, because I think they look they look so cool. But I tell you, like what I found out about them, like so it was the Nissan Gloria in Japan. Yeah, the Gloria. But they. It was never offered with the V8 in Japan. Oh, interesting. So that was only for the U.S. market. Yeah. And we only got the V8 yeah. in the in the M45. Yeah. And so it was a very unique installation, and it had its own set of, like, gauges. Yeah. And all of that didn't oh. work so well. Oh. Like, lots of people had lots of problems. And because it was such a, like, a niche yeah. thing, like, they didn't make a lot of these. They only made oh, it for two model gears. Oh, wow. So it's like...
0: This is, like... It is such a cool looking car. It's so cool. The so M45 we're talking about the first. So cool. We're talking about the first gen because there's a second gen. Yeah, two. the second one's a blob. It's a piece yeah. of shit. But the the first, first one gen. is
1: like this boxy, like yeah. extremely Japanese looking luxury sedan. Yeah.
0: Um, and it's so good. It's it's, it's like retro futuristic looking, yeah. cool. And it's so like I remember people when it came out at the time they said like it looks like a generic bank commercial car. Yeah. And it does in a good way, in, in like a an totally incredible good. way. Yeah. yeah. So that is like a, like it looks like a JDM car um, that was yeah. offered here, basically. It is. So and it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that that, that was, was a, a contender.
1: That was a contender until I read about the history, yeah. and read some forums, and saw the problems people had. Like I was finding posts from like 2010 where people were like, "Yeah, I've had like all these problems and stuff." And that was when they were only seven years old or six years so old. Yeah, time.
0: yeah. Uh like I wonder. So you also looked. Because we, we were considering, like, and we're we're looking at the Japanese realm here, pretty hard. Yeah, and
1: and because Laura has approved of Lexus. Yeah. like I'm kind of blanket. I'm yeah, yeah, I'm kind of like that's like a prestige brand I could sell. Yeah. on. and and also yeah, I don't know because
0: like, we were we were talking about the IS300 first gen IS yeah I, Toyota think, Atalza, I think the Atalza, i think Alteza. the wheelchair
1: is not going to fit mm. in the back and i think the sport cross is too expensive
0: yeah sport crosses is command a premium now i actually looked up
1: i was I, looking at sport crosses today yeah and any of them that are
0: like uh, they no less than 8 grand for one yeah, in like or, with 200,000 miles on it
1: i mean i i found them for less than that and there's one in there's a few in like one like that are like at one hundred and thirty thousand miles. That's not bad, but it, they're like at the very top of my price, and yeah. they're in like the West Coast. Uh, so yeah. it's you know what I mean. Like I could yeah. if it if it was undervalued like by a lot, I could. It, yeah. It was, this is with any car, you know. If it's undervalued, I could do a trip and get it. But if it's like, pushing, how
0: about what if you just threw them an offer and see what happened? Like, maybe they could be into it. Also, I feel like, uh, it's not gonna get like be valued i bet you these cars will bottom out at five grand like that you will always unless like it's trash have and now they're going back up i don't i don't know exactly that like i mean like the worst example is still like five thousand dollars yeah and it'll never be worth less than that oh yeah i see so you could drive it without regard and if you hated it for some reason like you could sell it and at least not lose out on the purchase price That's Uh, true. yeah and i just have it shipped have it shipped yeah actually you just have it shipped like get it ppi'd and uh have it shipped i feel like it's i'm sure there is there are potential uh maintenance uh issues Mm -hmm. with one but i can't imagine like it's not gonna be anything catastrophic well
1: for how many i see you know this is all is's but for how many i see that have 200 Or 240,000 miles and stuff. Like, I don't know. I mean, they do seem pretty stout. It
0: is a 2JZ. It is. And and it's all Toyota stuff. It was designed as a Toyota uh, first before Mm -hmm. it was rebadged as a Lexus. And it looks cool. It looks good. The proportions are so good. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's real wheel drive. I mean, the wagon's going to be, the Sport Cross is going to be auto only. Yeah. But you do get that space ball shifter, the chrome ball. And you get the the gauges, which are pretty cool. They're cool. Um, yeah, I like this as an idea. Like, that's probably at the top of my list for you. Like, really, as a the sport a, cross, sport cross, yeah, because uh, I think you'll enjoy having it. Well, and also
1: when uh, three series were swiftly and brutally ruled out
0: for me, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, this is like a three series. It's like a three series, but like in theory, more reliable. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like. And but a more interesting choice than a three series, because mm-hmm. it was rare. They made fewer, far fewer of them. I don't know what yeah. the production numbers were, but you don't see them. Mm-hmm. Although we did see two in one day. Well, we see them at Catalina. Yeah.
1: there's like three that come every week. Yeah,
0: that are heavily modified. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, like I uh back in 08, before I got the BMW, uh, the e ninety three thirty 330i. Like maybe a year prior to that, I was looking at those and I remember thinking, I think I looked at one with ninety thousand miles on it and they were asking like eighty five, I think. Yeah. I was like, eh, it seems expensive for uh yeah this old thing. And then like now you'd be lucky to find Oh yeah. One with you'd be lucky to find one with less than a hundred thousand miles, let alone five. One,
1: there's one in California that is uh that has like eighty five thousand miles yeah. and it's eleven grand.
0: Yeah, yeah. That would have been a good buy back in the day. Yeah, uh, and I And that one's silver. So if it was a color, color it would yeah. be
1: it would be like way more.
0: Yeah. Oh man. Like that is that is uh, another like added list of once it got away. Like I think that would have been an interesting car to have for a few years. Yeah, for sure. Um but <laughs> I say that now. At that time in my life, like when I was looking for a wagon basically. Um but yeah, so I vote is 300 sport cross if you can find one and you're okay with it and you probably do have to spend a little bit more than yeah like an equivalent ls 400 or an ls 430 which i'm so glad that you open your mind up i'm to not really those. open though Ugh. i hate the way they
1: look and it's not radwood eligible and it's not interesting at all uh
0: you know what though it is the most unoffensive car yeah. Like it there's just nothing offensive about it. That's what's so perfect about it is that it almost em- embodies the original LS uh like uh, so we're talking concept. about like
1: the early 2000s LS430 which yeah. In the market is priced about the same as an LS400. Yeah, so I've gone back to looking at LS400s and looking at other ones, and the ones in Texas I'm not crazy about. But there was that green one in Florida that
0: I liked. That is pretty good. So you're pretty good. That was a second gen, ninety five, I think it was, and that was a good green. I like those. They those are just as robust, but they do, uh, I, they're a little bit more finicky than the original one. In what way? Uh, like it's an interference, uh, interference engine. Wait, that wasn't the second gen. That was like an LCI. No, the, the LCI looks exactly like, uh, the first gen, but with like different fascia and wheels. When was the second gen? Uh, second gen was 95. So first gen was 89 rest of the world through 94. And the one that you sent me, what I okay, do okay. recall, okay. it was a ninety-five or ninety-six, something like that. Mm-hmm. Because I think in ninety-eight was the LCI of that. Okay. Where, anyways, where. Pay yeah. no attention to how much knowledge I have of the LS four hundred. Yeah. I know far too much. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like what, like this is pushing out important information in my brain like that time I took that home winemaking course and I forgot how to drive home. (laughs) That was a Simpsons reference. I do not condone drinking and driving. Okay. Um, anyways, uh, so yeah. So, and you've looked at other things too. Uh, I like interesting choices would have been if they were still on the table. Sure. (laughs) Like an R54, I don't know the designation. R five hundred. No, 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 no. The uh, mini. Oh, the mini. Yeah, I R fifty four.
1: Yeah. Well, our friend Sergio yeah. said he says like the 06 mini O five O six is super reliable. Yeah. He's Basically, like, the tail end of he, the first gen. Yeah. He's like, I know how to fix them. Like, I tracked it. I abused them. Like, they're they're good cars. They were mm. good by that point. Um, that was the last supercharged. And yeah, our friend Pat, former guest. Yeah. His mother was selling one. Yeah. Yep, um. Yeah. I don't know what she was selling for, but it's
0: very low miles. Yeah. It's um, too bad, like, even though I have poo-pooed... I don't... had I didn't poo-poo on it. <laughs> I just like saying poo-poo. But uh, I think a GTI would have been a really good, like, middle ground for you. Um, well, as
1: all these other stipulations are coming in, yeah. it does seem like it'd be a good choice for being...
0: Because you need something that's normal, Well, it'd be spacious. a hatch, spacious, and automatic. Automatic, and it's DSG, so... Uh, decent mm-hmm. double clutch transmission um, and plaid seats drives relatively well. Like here's the thing: I had a GTI for like six months and I I didn't enjoy it because it wasn't the car that I was looking for. Yeah. Um. And but otherwise, like it was a it was a fine car. Like it was it had headliner issues, of course. Yeah. Uh. And like there is a catastrophic failure point, the chain t- uh, tensioners, I believe it was. And but all of those can be taken care of honestly it's not a bad choice like yeah. it's an enthusiast choice like it's a good car and it's like you'll have fun driving it like more than you would even a sport cross but a sport cross is like a nice inline six rear drive. Yeah, the Sport Cross is much more appealing wagon, and, and basically. the Sport cross
1: isn't gonna give me isn't going to give me like turbo issues and
0: yeah. d- DSG issues. Yeah, yeah. Which could
1: both be really expensive. Yeah,
0: that's the thing. Isn't that weird because like, by all means, I think the GTI is probably, m- m- it's a better driver's car, but the enthusiast's choice is the IS Sport Cross, I feel like, because you get the sense of satisfaction even if you don't, Directly yeah. feel it all the time with that real whole drive in line six, uh, yeah. like setup. Um, okay, but yeah, the
1: other contender that has emerged, yes, is our friend Danny is oh. bringing in,
0: yes, a Celsior. He's bringing in a celsius silver, which is silver. decidedly not black. It's not black, it's a good color. Uh, it's a good color because my Celsior is like. Black. It is a yeah. non metallic black that is so hard to keep clean. And you have made efforts to make it even blacker oh by having it like perfectly paint, paint corrected, corrected ceramic, and it's still like so much trouble. Uh, so, but so you could potentially get another Celsius, here, which is a first gen LS400 right hand drive. Wool and seats. It would be so interesting. And this one has like 80,000 miles. Yeah. Because um, if you like it.
1: If you found an 80,000 mile LS400, yeah. it would be like 10 grand.
0: Yeah. So this has the added element of being uh, right-hand drive, which I know people will argue with me on this point, but it's fine, Daniel, Daniel. Daniel yes. Uh, but it is honestly fine. I switch back and forth between like my left-hand drive car and my right-hand drive car without even thinking about it anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, on occasion, I will accidentally flip like the wiper when I mean, to flip the... Yeah. Uh, signaler, but do you ever do it the uh, backwards? Like in a normal car? I do. And it only happens when I immediately switch back because oh, my yeah. brain is still operating on the other side. But, uh, otherwise like it, it is completely fine. And I don't really use drive. throughs you don't really, well, I no. don't know. Yeah. You don't no. really use the one time I used a drive through in this car. I was an ATM and I drove into it backwards because there's no one there. And of course someone pulled up. So I was on the wrong side facing them. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, I think it'd be a really cool choice, too.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think it'd be cool. Um, it'd be very interesting. Yeah. It, even, it'd be weird with both of us, I'll, I know, but it would be Yeah, we'd be those people. We, we, we're already those people. <laughs> but it'd be really interesting, and I go to a lot of car things like often in my yeah. work and stuff, and, and it'd be a fun car to arrive in.
0: It is a fun car to arrive in because like it's the most normal car in the world, but it draws so much attention like it is like weird we went to a cars and coffee i do no, know you weren't there but mm. it was um the sid mashpern one which i think is happening this saturday is it by the way i think so are you gonna go i think so yeah okay so uh but anyways so you know uh this was an event with like an f40 some new ferrores oh. uh uh, some there was a 348 there. There was so interesting things. I pull up in the cells here. The crowd flocks to <laughs> this car because it's just like weird. It's just like it looks like your grandpa's like LS 400, but like right-hand drive with like wool seats that recline and massage mm-hmm. in the back. And people are into it. Yeah. Uh, so th- there are days though where like. I'm just like, I took it to work or something. I am having a bad day. I'm driving back and like people are looking and they're going to talk to you and you can't like roll up the window because there, it's not tinted. I refuse to have tinted windows. Mm -hmm. Uh, And there is that aspect of it. But otherwise, um, yeah, is a good, and you get like cool. So the one that you're looking at is a type B yeah, type B or a type C, uh, which means that it's not the top of the line model. Uh, like the one that I have, which is an F-spec. Rub it in. Yeah. But you do get um, ultrasonic mirrors, which Ooh. means that in the rain or in the mist, if your mirrors get uh, all dewy, you can push this and it will, like a sonic yeah flick off all the water. Yes. Uh, what else do you get? You get folding mirrors, which you didn't get in the U.S. market, which Ooh. is actually, I find them to be very useful. Yeah. Uh, and that is about it, as far as just kind of like weird. Well, it has the parking thing. Oh, you have a parking pole. Yeah. Well, I don't have the car, but yeah, it, yeah, It yeah, has a yeah. parking pole. It has a retractable parking pole uh, in the left-hand corner of the bumper, and imagine having to service that. Oh. Like. Uh, cause Especially because I would use it all the time. Yeah. Every single like U.S. market retractable antenna. Like has broken, yes. <laughs> because someone forgets to put it down in a car wash or something. Yeah. So this would be the same thing. <laughs> you forget to put it down, and someone would break it off. Yeah. And you'll never be able to replace it. Yeah. Uh, but it's fine. Yep. So I'm into it. Okay.
1: All right. Well, we'll see. It's arriving in two days, I think.
0: Okay. Yeah. So and this I'll is test a, drive it for yeah. sure. This is our our, our friend
1: uh, Danny J Cars Imports yeah, on Instagram. J Imports,
0: and he always has like, he has. A driveway full of cool JDM cars. That is an accurate way to put it. It's literally, yeah, it's his house.
1: We we went, we went, before the the podcast,
0: pre... My first (laughs) time, first time I ever drove, because I was looking for a Celsior at the time, and I just wanted to look at what he had for sale, and he let me test drive his Soar, Toyota Soar, which is a U.S. market SC. And it had the 1JZ had the 1JZ, yeah, so 2.5 liter inline-six turbocharged. Uh, And... First time I ever did, drove. Did you drive the Aristo? Or did yep. we No, he no. just moved it out of the he way. Just moved he it was out really way.
1: selling the Aristo hard because it's he like, was. oh, you want a here You should yeah. get an Aristo. Yeah, and he, and he was then, selling that pretty cheap too. And then um the uh he he let us sit
0: in the cappuccino. Yeah, you unfurled uh are you furled I what the, I've heard of the opposite of unfurling is it was not built for you. Uh let us say. What, is, uh, what are you trying to say? You're a man of Largest. Oh, God. Which is me. not actually the correct uh, use of that word. Anyways, uh. Uh, the last time I was there, uh, he had a Figaro uh, that was like, uh, it was just like tucked in the back. Uh, and I, I think he eventually sold it, but uh, it was just, it, it was really well priced. And I really wish I knew someone who was in the market for a kind of like a, uh, like a kitschy retro. I bet Laura 80s would go Nissan. for that car. Oh, my God. That would have been so, so cool. cool. Yeah. Uh, and,. Yeah, he said also to I so I, oh. I was
1: looking at I was looking at Figaros like there's like one place in where is it Ma- like Maryland or something not Japanese classics but there's another yeah Dunkin' not get they have yeah. like they have Figaros it's so weird cuz I don't know anything about them yeah. and there's like ones that are priced at 36 grand and ones that are priced at 6 grand and they all
0: look the same and they have like dozens I don't know either yeah like that's th- like, the market is all over the place for those things and- it's one place it's not like it's yeah. not like a whole different ones, and he's been like featured on a bunch of. He's been featured on Jalopnik and a whole bunch of uh, different, yeah, uh, outlets. But um, it's basically like a man's private collection. Oh, but he turned it into a dealership. Oh, I see. And it is a massive. Like he will just have rows and rows of the same car. <laughs> like uh, I forget what it was that he had uh, that they featured on Jalopnik, where it was just. Anyways. Uh, so uh, yeah, they have him there. He has like a bunch of uh, JDM hearses too, which is totally weird, but not weird that you would have. Them. I mean, hearses are kind of interesting, but like he has one. It's it's like, uh, I want to say the front half is a Toyota crown and the back half is like a classic, like Japanese, I don't know what they're called, but it, like the wooden, like a stereotypical like Japanese uh, house structure, mm-hmm. but attached to the back of a car. Uh, like you've seen those, wa- like the, the trucks with like log cabins attached. It's like that, but Ooh. with Japanese architecture. Yeah. So anyways, he cool. has a weird thing. Wow. Um, I saw Danny the other day, by the way, at pulling out of whole foods and I was in the Celsius and he was oh. in his, uh, I think he was in a crown majesta. Oh no, he was in a Cresta. Oh. Yeah, it's uh, which is essentially, I think, a newer version of the Mark II. And he said, you should consider that as well. Okay. Yeah, but you should get the Celsius.
1: I, I like to imagine that you both, you were leaving and he was, or whatever, and you both had this right-hand drive conversation window to window, <laughs> like, oh, Kevin should get one
0: of these. Yeah, yeah, one of these too. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I see uh, his wife goes there uh, all the time. Uh, and so I always see, I've, I've never run into her there, but I always see a right-hand drive car, like a, oh, that's like a Honda B1 or yeah. a, that Cresta or something else. But hmm. uh, yeah, so that I would say I'll slot that, parallel to the uh, sport cross okay yeah so because
1: that would be nicer condition than any sport cross i could get true
0: and it'd be local
1: it'd be local which is very appealing yeah yeah very much um, so so you can actually yeah.
0: drive it which would be nice have you ever bought it oh yeah you did buy a car side and scene you bought the 911 yeah, side the unseen. and scene yeah. and then
1: i went and saw the site yeah I went to Ohio. oh that's right yeah I saw, like the where the listing photos were two taken. years later you three
0: Three years later, you went and saw like where it was, uh, where it was shot for the eBay listing, the vague eBay listing. Yes. Oh, I'm celebrating, uh, a year with a Carrera. All right. Yeah. Even though, is it, does it count as a year? Even though (laughs) I, I I haven't seen it in a month. It's been out of commission, unfortunately. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways. I think that I think that we Might be a good podcast I think so So well, it's a, It is a podcast and It's a podcast it, A podcast Oh sorry Good <laughs> Yeah So uh, Thanks for listening Thank you uh, Do follow us on Instagram At New496 New for uh, And Email us Or don't At yeah. New496 At gmail.com All spelled out right That's right
1: It's all spelled out Yeah
0: They've got a link there uh, Whatever uh, All right